put it in the mud, motherfucker. And you got dicks all over you, too. But yeah, I'm, no, I'm shaved. Like, I appreciate that. That's shaved? Yeah, like, that's shaved. I appreciate that. There's that. <laughs> somebody else out there that's like me, dude. <laughs> If you love West Virginia, give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hello everyone, welcome to the Boys Podcast. Stefan Russell sitting here with Private Dalton Taylor. You mind if I call you Private? I don't mind. Yeah, you better not, bitch. What are you having over there? I'm eating a Reese's Pieces. A Reese's peanut butter. A cup? Reese's pieces. There's Reese's pieces. Sorry, in there? Reese's Reese's peanut butter cup. <clears throat> this is not an ad. It's part of my dinner. <laughs> I just fed Dalton. He has a full belly now. I fed him Blue Wolf chicken Marcella and some pasta. That's been sitting in my fridge for a couple days, and he said it was pretty good. It was good. It was okay. You said it was good though. At the beginning, the first was, the first bite was only the first bite was good. So as it filled you up, it kind of diminished. Yep, like how good it was. Yeah, it deteriorated. <laughs> I'm I just very I, appreciative of it. It was sustenance, or should I say sustenance? It looked good, but I just ate. I actually just had a good Puerto Rican meal: rice, Spanish rice with uh, wings in it. Very. Uh, the meat was tender, like it just came off the bone. Mm-hmm. And then some. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they had Chick fil A nuggets for some reason. And then uh, some tomatoes cut up with avocado. Usually they have cut up avocado and tomatoes to eat with the rice. It was good. It's always good. Janine's cooking. Lexi's mother. I sat down and had dinner with them. Helped Coley out earlier. We moved her couch, or we moved her bed from Kent down to, back down to Youngstown. And I had to give Dalton a call because he's out there right now, living in College Towers. Pay him a visit. Come come see Dalton at College Towers. <clears throat> of course, you couldn't come up and see my room. Would you like me to come up and see your room sometime? You should again. Yeah, that'd be. I think that'd be good for the both of us because you helped me move in. You saw it then. That was, that was like six months ago. <clears throat> Not none of my close friends have come to visit me or seen that room. Or no one's visited me there yet. That's kind of sad. sad yeah, I, I kind of feel bad now. I will. Not come you, up. Aaron, Brandon. A- no, Aaron, nobody. Aaron hasn't showed up up there nope. at least one time. Mm-mm. Nobody came and visited me went last year when I was living at the province either. I mean, the last time I was there, it was almost pure misery, moving you in, Mm -hmm. going, moving it off the truck. Yeah, it takes a mental toll living there. Yeah, it does. There's a split. It's called a split apartment room, though. There's a drywall between me and my neighbor. It's very thin. I never asked you, are the walls insulated good? Does it keep the cold air in or the heat in? No. No, it doesn't. No, and uh, people, the, I think the reason it'll get hot, it always seems to get hot, is uh, people below me are burning. 
stuff, maybe a lot of candles. They smoke weed a lot because it's coming up through the bathroom vents into my bathroom. Which isn't allowed. And they're... I think it is allowed there. I don't think you can smoke weed like that inside in an apartment complex, can you? You can't smoke cigarettes, so why weed is the same thing. You're burning something. It's making smoke. I didn't look over my... Actually, I think I did look at the lease, and I went and talked to the management team downstairs, and they had told me that you're actually allowed to smoke in your room. Really? Mm-hmm. Cigarettes? <clears throat> yep. And cigars? Mm-hmm. You can smoke a cigar in your room? If you can smoke cigarettes and weed, yeah. Oh, my God, bro. Imagine smoking a cigar in that room. That would s- smell. That maybe, would smell up the hallway. Maybe I should do that. <clears throat> if you want to be an asshole, yeah. Right. If you want to be better than the people below you, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe I should. Or I could step up the game and light up a cigar instead St- of marijuana. Yeah, or... don't be a pussy. Step it up. <clears throat> go, go a Because a dude further. above me is a kind, kind of a dick, too, and very loud. Why? His name's uh, not going to name drop, but I met him. He's very loud. You Just, met him like you you went up. I to met him because I went to talk to him about when I that my water was off for three days. My hot water was off for three oh. days, and I had to take a cold shower twice. Yeah, you, you called me. That I was went, fucked. I went upstairs and asked him. He's like, "Yeah, I don't have hot water either." And After you called, I me, I met though, him, and I was like, "Oh wow, you're a fucking dick." Was he an asshole? As soon as Why I saw him. Why was he an asshole though? Like, what did he just do? The fa- the, just the aggre- the aggressive facial expression, just like he was coked up or just. So macho and egotistic. As soon as I saw him, really. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's his name start with? What letter? P. Let's call him Pete. Let's call him Pete. Let's call him Pete. So Pete is an asshole. He lives above you. Your next door neighbor. He doesn't. He seems to do things very loudly, um, like without any remorse or control about it. Like aggressive walking around. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really think about that there's someone fucking below yeah. him trying to sleep or trying to talk on the phone or yeah, something. Yeah, and I or... did mention that to him. I was like, yeah, I he- heard you like pounding before. I was wondering sometimes what you're doing. And he just he kept it up. He he still does it. What did he say when you said when that? When he goes to the bathroom, it's above my bedroom. So I can literally hear his pee trickling into the toilet. But really? that, that's not his fault. Oh well, yeah. That's just a thin floor. It's 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 cement. And then there's a radiator line going across along my wall, but I can see it. I can see the inst- like the metal strip. It comes down through the cement, and there's cracks. So this, so it's letting sound come through my floor. I can hear I t- hear him taking a shower. I hear the water hitting the the bottom of the tub. I hear him pee. I can hear him pee. That's miserable. It wakes me up. I I think it wakes me up a lot of times with earplugs in. All right, so is he up late, pissing, and moving around? No, no, but he he, he, he wakes up. To, okay, he wakes up before I do. Before he goes me to bed every though. single, mm-hmm. like at a decent time. Yeah, he does. So Pete is an asshole, but some of the noise that he's making is kind of out of his control. But he was giving the, in you the s- bathroom, yes. But everywhere else, the pounding and the stomping is not. That's weird that he's that's, pounding. He can control that. Like, what he is he doing? Is he working out up there or something, or what? Probably. Brian had a friend that was, or had a neighbor above him that would work out, literally uh, like jumping, doing like P90X, whatever the fuck uh, new P90X. That's what he should be is. doing. Maybe. 
You never know what people are doing in their apartments. He could be fucking, too, on the floor. Yeah. You think? I don't... I don't know. I, I don't know if he has girls over or dudes over. So have you talked to the people Some. below you or... No, I haven't talked to them. I think they're that's a black couple who lives there. Or two black friends. It's a girl and a boy. I should say a woman and a man. I'd smoke weed. They, they seem just to smoke weed all, a lot. I think blazing. it's right below me because it's coming from below me. I, I don't. I don't know if it's two floors below me. I think it'd be the floor right below me. Can we give them a name for reference? Uh, sure. Um, Stoners. That's fine. The stoners. That's good. So you're, I know you talked to me before and you talked about how your next door neighbor on their same floor yeah. is kind of an asshole too and they make a little bit of noise. Or they have like, a, they smoke too maybe. I think they were actually, yeah. They were smoking too. But you don't, you've never even talked to them. Nothing. I I just said hi to the du- the the dude today when I walked past him. Okay. So overall, he's, a main, he's maintenance there too. He works oh yeah. Maintenance. You did tell me he that he renovated you... my room. Yeah. He f- got fixed my room up very poorly. Just with the trim and the floor. It seemed like flooring. when I was in there, like when I went out to the balcony. Mm-hmm. The door was like. It wasn't seated in there. In the frame well. You the, know what I mean? The balcony door? Yeah. Like, it was a little bit wobbly for my liking. The The sliding glass door is good and secure, but the, the screen door wasn't. Right. I got that replaced. You did? They didn't put a handle on it yet, though. Huh. I had to grab it by the bolt on the bottom right. to open it. You should put your own handle on it. Yeah. You know? Really stupid, dumbass-looking, bulky handle. Or just rip the screen, and you can just grab the fucking screen and pull it open. Then that defeats the purpose of the screen in the summertime with the bugs. Very true. There's a lot of bugs that want to come in my room. They they fuck with you a little bit. Now, is there a light outside of your on your balcony? No. There's not. No, but the I have a light. I don't have blinds or shades there. Um, on that balcony door, I'm not gonna pay to get them in. I'm not gonna pay for some either, but uh, some rooms they have uh, that you some rooms you rent there have blinds already installed. This one, these ones didn't. They won't give me blinds. So I mean, it's really inconvenient with the sun coming in. College Towers sounds awful. I mean, if you were to rate it one to five stars, it's a one. One star. It's a one star. Not even giving it two. It's a psychological nightmare. Nightmare. It really is. Just living in constant. Uh, chaos. Always something happening. You can't just be in peace with no. your own thoughts. Nope. That's always tough. I know when I lived in the apartments. Even if you're by way. yourself, you can't even be at peace because the ceiling, it's cement and it's so loud. and Right. It's a ceiling solo. You feel like you're trapped. A little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Claust- especially, especially the bedroom. I wake up. I've been waking up in the middle of the night a lot. In the middle of the night? The last the last week I've been sleeping there. I've been wake- I, I woke up like three times. I can't. I couldn't. I can't sleep for more than two hours. That's awful. It's the oxygen in there. It's not good. So that'd be sleep apnea, I believe. It's not. It's not dangerous. If you wake up from it, it I, I'm, I, I just read it's not that dangerous. 
sleep apnea. But if you're not waking up, is when it's dangerous. Right. But you that's literally not, that's stop not good. Right. Yeah. I'm waking up from it at least. I don't know what else is waking up. Are you me having up. dreams like a dream where you're like suffocating or falling or and no? I wakes have, you up. I have a lot of sexual dreams and um. You said sexual dreams. Yeah, I'll have some uh, cool ass dreams too. I can't. I don't think I can remember the last one though. Can you remember any of them? Any like one dream that you specifically sticks out in your mind? Like, there's got to be one from sleeping there. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but uh, maybe I, I don't want to. I don't want to make it inaccurate though. I I mean, being in a I place had remembered. Like that, I had remembered a lot of dreams when I woke up, but right. trying to recall them now, I should have wrote them down. Yeah, Brandon puts them in his notes. They were good. There were some pretty good dreams I had a few months ago there. It's always a problem is trying to remember a dream because you know it was good. You know it was worth remembering, but you don't remember what it was, which is really weird to me. A lot of them are um, flying and involving people in the air, at the airport. Like you're a pilot? And the instructor, yeah. The instructor. Should we even get into that? No. It's not even worth talking about right now. I mean, can you just give me an answer to one question? The gir- I think I had a dream about the gir- a girl I like. I did. I actually just in the last week, I think. Can I ask you one question about the instructor? Or not the instructor, but the girl at the airport? Yeah, sure. Have you had any interaction with her at all? No, I haven't even came into contact with her, been at the airport with her in the- since the semester started. May I ask another question? Mm-hmm. Have you seen her? No. She? Do you think maybe she's done doing like an internship or something? Or think that's possible? It's possible, but I don't. Uh, I'm. I actually just saw the rotation schedule. I have it on my phone. I took a picture of the rotation where I'm where I'm placed on the list to get a plane that day versus the other six people that show up at the same time. And I was, like, number one on Monday, <clears throat> number six on Tuesday, number one on Wednesday. Um, and I saw her name, and she was she's flying at... Uh, she's still there. I don't know what course she's in. She's probably in uh, commercial one or instruments. She's oh, done. is she, like, a pilot? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I didn't find that out until... Um, the beginning of the fall semester right yeah, the first time i saw her that. was last year in spring in an aviation weather class so i thought she may have been air traffic control i or just studying aeronautics i didn't think i didn't know she was trying to be a pilot that's interesting news but she's getting a little bit of experience being there seeing how it kind of works when in a smaller airport setting yep you know yeah so tell me about how uh, the pilot stuff's been going for you. I was gonna say she is at the airport. She goes to the airport very early though, because I saw right. I took a picture of the rotation sheet and then I looked at it later on. I was like, oh, I see your name. So you're missing her. She's yeah. She she leaves right before I get there. Okay. Because she's flying. Uh, it said uh, seven to eight thirty. So she's still there. And not every day either. You're just kind of missing her and in there at the wrong time, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you come in and she's she left like five minutes before or something like that. Yep, I think so. All right, that's enough about her. 
I do want to know how the pilot stuff's going. Uh, it's classes starting. and studying and it's picking up fast now, and I'm getting a grasp of the stuff like radio calls, and talking air traffic control, making initial an, an initial <clears throat> call up, and getting departure instructions, taxi instructions. I'm getting better at reading it back. It's sticking in your brain a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting a little bit of a repetitive thing going. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, I uh, just. Last Sunday, I soloed in a Cessna 152 to from One Golf Three, which is Kent State Airport, to Kilo Charlie Alpha Kilo, which is um, the airport identifier for Akron Canton Regional. I flew to a controlled Class C airport and talked to air traffic control and landed there. Everything went flew clean? back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my radio calls weren't 100% crisp, but I didn't, I didn't get a violation or <clears throat> nothing major. I didn't get in trouble. No. Just simple stuff. Yeah. I mean, even even doing that stuff takes a lot of time and effort. You've obviously put your time in, so you know. Yeah. I'm glad it's it, going good. It's really not that hard. It's just my biggest thing at the beginning of the semester was just believing myself and being able to stay calm being up in the air by myself which it's it seems a lot easier now yeah yeah being up that high you're obviously going to be have a little bit of fear hypoxia will starts to at any as soon as you go up it's everybody's different i'll start to start to experience uh the little bit of lack of oxygen i'll experience it pretty quick usually right at uh right at about three thousand feet <clears throat> For people, uh, most people my age, they probably won't experience it until 5,000, 6,000, but I'll, I, can, I can start feeling it mess with my brain a little bit at like 3,000. You're kind of in tune with it a little bit better, you're saying? Yeah. <clears throat> like my, my thoughts are, are a little, seem a little scrambled, and it's like, what, what's this feeling right now? It's, it's, it's my lungs, and it's the pressure. It's just a natural thing. You yep. go up that high, atmosphere is different. You're getting a little bit less or a little bit more oxygen. Just have to calm down. Yeah. You just need to breathe, you know, and keep your mind on what you're doing, which yep. is flying. That's the main thing. That's it. <clears throat> so you took a flight recently. When's the last time you flew? What's today? You flew yesterday, Not right? the next day. I flew yesterday. Yeah, Friday. I flew at six fifteen. And it was good weather. It, it might w- have been a little bit windy. Yesterday it was a very little good. Bit windy. It um, there is potential for low level wind shear, and we got a little bit. Um, it uh, decreased our airspeed, and uh, because it was a head, it was a headwind gust when we took off at Fulton. Right. Now this isn't this is Akron Fulton, not Akron Canton, where I flew to by myself. This one is an uncontrolled airfield, like five miles, six miles from one Golf Three Kent State. Um, I was just go- I went there and did traffic pattern. I did seven takeoffs and landing landings at night with my instructor. And uh, <clears throat> hypoxia is worse at night because your your eyes use a lot your more depth. Yeah, oxygen. A um, little bit like your uh, depth perception has to be key. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's interesting. I never would have. You told me that earlier. I never would have thought about that. Is your eyes 
your use of your eyes. That's why pilots need to be 2020 or better. Because you exactly. need, your eyes are your most important thing when you're flying. You know? Mm-hmm. That's good. It went well, and then uh, I got home, and my eyes were messing with me all the way until I went to bed and woke up. Just squinting and seeing, <clears throat> just adjusting the light again. Um, when I woke up, though, and still now, my left ear has like a, it seems like a, I feel a deposit of hard wax in there. Fucked with my sinuses. Going up and going up and down. I didn't go up in altitude that high. Did your ears pop? No. At all? Mm-mm. Okay. And they're not typically going to in a Cessna 152 because it's a single prop plane. You're not climbing fast enough, and it's unpressurized. So you're, you're, you're exposed to the ambient pressure. Right. It's slow, unless you do a dive, unless you go up, and then you descend really fast. It's just like being underwater. That's going to be bad. You can't, you can't dive down, you know, 50 meters or whatever, and then shoot back up right away. You're going to be... You have to adjust. Your body has to adjust to everything. Yep. The climate. With the hemoglobin. But once you've flown so... You know... In your blood. Once you go up and fly so many times, it's kind of like... Hydrogen. You don't really feel it. At first, you kind of get the sensations of the different pressure, the different... It'll hurt usually after you land. I know when I... When you start walking on the... Right. On the ground. You're kind of like... When you feel the, the impact... Of footsteps on the ground again. That's when it'll start to kick in. For me. You don't have the sensation of being up, like, kind of free-floating in the air. Right, weightless. As soon as I step out of the plane, it's like, ow, my body again. I didn't stretch today. So you were talking about dreams. Did you... I cut you off because we were talking about that chick, but... You said... uh, I was trying to get you to call a dream. You said you see a lot of people from... uh, like being around the the airport and shit. Yeah, I, um, in your dreams. One of my last dreams, I actually recall it now. I don't know the details. I think I was just. It was like a year from now, and I was. A really, I was. I was just. I was a flight instructor, and I was enjoying it, and I was doing a good job, and I was positive and. I was working with that girl, and it was fun. That was it? That was pretty much it, yeah. That's the overview. There's probably some more shit in there that and you I forgot. Flew, I, flew, I had just flown with a new student, and it went really well. Who was the student? I don't know. It was the, you I don't barely really... remember the dream. Okay. <clears throat> Dude, I have some dreams that are just like... I always... I was just joking with her and laughing, though, in the lobby... Actually talking and talking to her. Actually, not a lot, but it was just more relaxed. I felt like I was accepted there. Naturally. I didn't have to fucking try as hard anymore. Right. Like I belong there. It doesn't really feel that way. Um, and most, most, mostly because I am. I am older than how, the age I should be, going to college, and I'm a veteran. And I'm a Republican conservative. I don't want to dip. Thank you, though. Okay. 
and a lot of people there are liberals because it's liberal. Most call all most colleges are liberal, but Kent State is a very strong liberal. Com. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna even say communist. Communist, especially okay. especially aeronautics. Part 141 flight program. It just seems like the first order Star Wars. When you say liberal, like break it down. What do you mean? Like what are the exact things that? It's are... like I. Like right now, I'm just I'm I'm just showing up there on time and doing what I have to do. But I'm saying, what are the like? Exact, I, why do I have to do this? What are the exact things that make you think it's a liberal university? Like, give me like an example of something that happens, and you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. This might be like a little bit left leaning. Like the way people act, the things that are said. I've, yeah. Pretty much everything. Um, it's just interesting to me that you bring politics into it because it doesn't make sense. Being in like a learning situation it doesn't make sense that there'd be really a left-leaning view of the world being pushed on people at a university like Kent. I you can would, see how it could maybe happen, but hope not. I just don't see how it affects you directly. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Okay. So my question is like what like what examples make you think that it's a it's a liberal place? I would definitely have to main reason is just how open everybody is and friendly everybody is with each other. Okay. Vulnerable. <clears throat> Everyone's very friendly with each other? Yeah. <clears throat> <That's interesting. clears throat> talk, talk, talking, talking, talking. Even though you kind of think that the same people go behind closed doors and say, oh, that guy's a fucking dick. Or, you yeah. know, this person <clears throat> said something to me and I was like, oh, I was being friendly with him, but... I want to say, I don't have proof, but I want to say there's a lot of sexual violence and sexual assault that still occurs, and it it just goes unnoticed or like on the campus everywhere. And that's a com. That's a liberal thing. That's a that's a let's let's take classes and talk about how serious it is. But once we're drinking and. I have a girl in my room or at my house. I can do whatever I want to. Right. The rules change. Yep. To kind of, the rules change to kind of lean towards what you accept. That's interesting. Though. I feel like that's not like a liberal concept. I can just see it everywhere. I can just, I can just see. <clears throat> I don't do that. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm not like that. You're not like, like naturally friendly with people. You always think they have a, like a alternate that too. motive. Like an alternate motive to kind of attack you or yep, bring you down. Yep, that too. And I always constantly think I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to do bad. I don't want to do bad. Right. So that prevents me a lot of times from, I think, sexually assaulting or raping a girl or taking advantage of a girl, even when I'm drunk, <clears throat> which right. is hard to to control yourself if you're drunk, if you get out of hand. But you should. I constantly think about that. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that. Right. Which But I know most of these dudes I'm, I'm around do that. You feel that way? I do. That's interesting. That's actually a big problem. Um, it's a big problem in the military, too, how people um, 
like women are being accepted into the military a little bit more openly now and there's a lot more cases i know there's a there's one base in texas i for, i forget what it was but a girl got um murdered maybe hmm. i forget the there was a base in texas what was it fort wayne maybe Fort Bliss, Fort Wayne, Fort Hood. <laughs> Fort Hood. I think it was Fort Hood. Fort Hood. That woman just got murdered like less than a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And there was uh, that kind of opened the doors for sexual assault in the military. Superiors taking advantage of, uh, you know, people like girls just coming into the military and stuff. Yeah. That same thing can happen on a campus easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. And, and a lot of times more. it probably happens. Yeah, even more. And a lot of times it probably happens and it just goes unsaid or comes out years and years later where it's less relevant. That should be... And understand that a girl doesn't want to come out and say stuff like that because it's embarrassing to admit. But if there's any girl out there that gets sexually abused... It's not embarrassing, though. It's. I mean, I would say it's probably a little bit embarrassing. I've never been in a situation like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a girl. I don't know how. Right. I don't have the feelings of it. And women girl. are naturally a little bit more emotional than men. We all know that. So. <laughs> I mean, but these things come out years and years later. Like, uh, you know, it goes unsaid for so long. But like, isn't it easy just for you not? For a guy not to assault and force it because it won't a girl if you do it right like people like me and you won't a girl just want to fucking right. have sex with you right it should never be forced and if it is forced and you're a man forcing it on a woman who's intoxicated or you roofie her or something that's i mean that takes a certain mentality you're mentally you're fucked in the head if you're gonna do something like that yeah you know <clears throat> That's that's at least fifty percent of people. That's probably the dude Cooley was living with. That's probably how he is. Who's that? AJ. The I dude we just met. I think that guy's gay. But it could happen. Oh, I, could, I could see him doing fucked up shit. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. He, I I mean, I didn't really want to talk to him in the first place, but I did just you know to be friendly. But see, look, people uh, people look, probably I'm think I'm now. such a bad guy. <laughs> I don't think you're a bad guy, Dalton. I'm not, though. <clears throat> I think you're constantly thinking, and I think you have uh, anxiety problems that lead you to th- come to a conclusion that might not be true. Even if it's based on facts, I think you fill in the gaps and draw a conclusion too quick. I really think you do. <clears throat> that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't mean that people look at you and say you do bad things. You're just... A little bit too much in your head sometimes. Like that's something that you would be a little bit too much in your head about, you know? I I don't know. I don't look at you and say that dude's fucked up. All I know is I'm I know I've always learned that it's good to not talk and open my mouth most of the time. I wouldn't I I wouldn't say I'm too much in my head or assume things and put the connect the dots to draw false conclusions, but I mean I'll I'll think of I'll like think of ideas of like possibilities of what people could be doing or their motive, but I'm like at the same time I acknowledge that, that that's an assumption and it's not true. Right. Could be, but I, very, I need to find evidence to Yes, that's back very that important. Up. You need to have evidence. You need to have a hard fact that drives you to that conclusion, you know? 
but most of the time I don't like the I don't like the bull I'm not I I've always not I'm an introvert I'm not good at talking so I don't like to try and do things I'm not good at right and it sucks that it's really sucks when it comes down to liking somebody but then again that's just you're bullshitting anyways a lot of times when you're talking when you're like starting to talk to someone relating yeah um if that person likes you too you don't i don't need to be good at bullshitting and talking you like to be uh you like to be straight to the point with people you don't like to dance around and act a certain way to make someone feel better. Most, like of, the, most be of the time, no. Brutally honest is what I mean. You like to be brutally honest. Yeah, and I people. can't even help it sometimes. That's fine. That's... And it's like, I, all, this, is what I, this is what I'm trying to do. It's not illegal. You know, I got to do this, this, and this. I didn't sleep good. So it's hard for me to think for, from your perspective. But I'm just trying to get this class done. I have a flight lesson. I had drew my data card. I'm getting there on time. That's all I can do. Mm-hmm. I drove here safely. I hate driving. It's fucking stressful to drive 50, 12 minutes on Route 59 from Kent to Stowe. There's, it is like, there's like 20 street lights. Right. My, my car is low. Everybody can see my car. I feel like I'm being stared at the whole time. I have no tint on my windows. I'm in a low-ass car. We should get you hooked up with some tint. Probably. Do you want to tint your windows? I do. Uh, like a five percent. Just, just like to feel crazy? like a lot. Most more people can't see my face, and I can just relax a little bit. I'll that would, that would feel good. We'll hook you up with some tent. I know a couple guys that do. Tent. Oh, and the, and the people you know, other people are going to be like, "Why do you? Why do you worry about people seeing you? Why you? Because I just am. It's the way my brain works from birth. I have no explanation for that. Because I never get to feel." Privacy. I don't have a house. I have an apartment that I, that everybody, the dude, the people next to me and above me can hear everything I'm doing. I don't even have blinds. There's probably a tower of drones that can see me, but your phone, your laptop. And then obviously you go outside, you don't have privacy. But on the road, it's just like, it's always bothered me to constant, to know that I'm constantly being looked at or watched. Driving. Driving. Mm-hmm. Especially driving. Yeah, I don't look. I don't look at. Pe- I don't try to look at people. The only people I look at is if they're oncoming, and I can see th- in their windshield. I'll glance at them like, oh, or she's if they're hot. like in front of you or something. Oh, that dude looks badass, or she's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I never look side. I never look at people next to me though. I, right. That's rude. <clears throat> like looking through someone's window. I you're don't a know. car. You're right. a vehicle. Right. You're 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 a threat to me, or you're driving the way you should be driving. You are not a person. <clears throat> On Interesting the ro- viewpoint, Dalton. On the road is war. It is war. In traffic, in traffic, it's war. Yep. You ever try to squeeze in, and no one's letting you go, and like, uh, you're trying to like cut into a freeway, and it's backed up. My signal's been on. Your signal's sitting there on. Everyone's goosing it, trying to get in front of you. And yeah. Eventually, you just say, "Go fuck yourself," and just cut in front of yep. someone. And then I'm thinking. I wonder if he's going to fucking pull up next to me and, like, slam into me or try and shoot me. Yeah, like, always worried about something. You have to be, though. I wonder if I get to finally kill somebody. Yeah. Or, someone... I, or we're just going to, he's going to deal with the fact that I cut him off or 
if he's going to deal with it the right way. Yeah. Let's just shut the fuck up and deal with it. Wow, he was trying to get over, and go nobody ahead and, let him. Go ahead and honk your horn a couple times. Show that, show me that you're pissed off, but other than that, we're just trying to get somewhere. Yeah. People yeah. are assholes on the road. People are dicks. It's well. weird, though. It's just weird. It's like, why, why do I even want to be a pilot? Because I have to do this every day to drive to the airport back to my shitty apartment. And I have, to, I have to do that for a long ass time. Even after my right. bachelor's degree, because I have to get my hours being a flight instructor. Right. I got to deal with hot. In aeronautics, I got to. I, I have this weird. Um, I guess mental. <clears throat> it's a wall that I got to break down. I. I hate. I freeze up and it. I guess it bothers me. Just attractive women, attractive girls, especially in aeronautics, it's hard. It's hard to get past that. What do you mean by get past it? I like them, but at the same time, they're com- they're like they're my competition. You know, they're my. We're all we're trying to get a job. We're trying to get through, get our hours. We get hired. With the best airline company. So while you want to talk to them, at the same point you're like, "I'm trying to get the job that you're trying to get." Yeah. It's kind of a competitive type thing, mm-hmm. but you're still trying. Like you still have something in your head that says it's a very shitty. Go industry. be friendly to them. Go talk to them, and you know. And now at this at this point, it, I'm just bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Because we can't. It's not compatible. It's never gonna work. Which is a tough, uh, tough pill to swallow. Being so focused it's on very uh, shitty, yeah. To me. Being so focused on what you need to do that you can't have anything in your way. But I focus on visuals, visual beauty too much, and I instead of just like calming myself with my own thoughts, I I let what I see, a lot of times what I see bother me. I feel like I notice that about me. And I've been learning to overcome it, but I can still, if I don't control it, I can let it bother me. Like seeing an attractive chick, and it, and it just sticks in my head. Like, wow. You become, like, infatuated with it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Because you have a lot going on in your head. Or wow, that dude, yeah, or wow, that dude really has, a, like, a stern, aggressive, I don't, facial expression. Like, he's, a, like, mad at me or wants to do harm I'm like what's wrong with them or you see like a dog on the street and you're like why the fuck is it acting like an asshole why is it barking at people yeah. why, why isn't d- it just calm why did I just see five people walking on the sidewalk and look at, look at me when I'm driving to the airport get like, like absorbed into it like observing me it, the thing is you, what's funny is you're the one doing the observing most of the time the people that you think are observing you you're actually observing them. Yep. Which is a funny fucking thing. It's like why 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 are you walking? Why don't you why are you walking? Why don't you have a car or a bike? But at the same time you're thinking why are they looking at you? Why or, there's you know? a lot of people that when I drove to the airport yesterday. I saw like five people. Usually it's one or two. Well, it was a night. It was really nice. The weather up in Ohio was nice. It's just few days. And it's so weird the people that live in around the campus and Kent who don't go to college. 
Get the fuck out of Dude, there. Dude, there's a lot of people at Get college towers. Get the fuck out of my way. That way. I don't even think they go to school. I think they just live there. I think they just live in the, the towers. Yeah. Not, they're not even... Yeah, uh, half the people there are fucking older. Like, um, I would say it's 50s older. And kid, there's kids the, on my floor right across the hall from me. There's a mother with kids, I think. I haven't seen her, though, for a while. But I know she was... I, rem, I remember seeing when her When we were there. driving through... We we dropped you off maybe. Yeah, the three kids looked oh, no, on the yeah, balcony. We, we were picking you up, and we went through, ran around that curve, and the, there was three fucking kids in their pajamas at like three in the after. What what time was that? Oh wow, that's a nice fucking truck. I never get to see something like that. Yeah, come they were waving here. and shit, and I was like, oh, I honked the horn a couple times. Can I hop on the trailer? Take me <laughs> away from here. Yeah, give me give me out of college towers. They're probably like, oh, get me the fuck out of here. I can't sleep. Now I have a shitty, shitty room there, but it's shitty. It is. It, it's a. It's a bad living experience for everybody. The low ceiling, the sound quality, the gas. Right. The higher up you are, they have gas. Uh, I have a gas stove. The people below me, and then the other floor below me have gas stoves. You have a gas stove in there? Yeah. A gas range. Yeah. Really? That's always wow lit, which means it's releasing carbon monoxide. To a small degree, right? I can't believe they have gas stoves in there, bro. There's Convection. like a fucking thousand units. That's going up, right? Right, right. So the higher levels, me, six and level seven, we're getting a lot of gas. We're breathing a lot of gas. If there's Aren't any we? leaks at all. Not even if it's leaking. Even if the flame is lit, it's still... The heat. The convection. Yeah, that's exhaust. Is, is rising. That's exhaust. That's so, carbon di- dioxide. So if 50 people are using a stove below you. I have no, I have so little oxygen in my room. I've said this over and over again. Mm-hmm. I notice, I can notice every little thing feeling-wise. I notice temperature change by one degree. I notice when I can't breathe right. I do know that about you. You're very, uh, very particular, like... Uh, Anal. Very, very in tune with your senses. Yes. Taste, smell, vision, hearing... Still, Touch. at 26. Yeah, you're very, very in tune with your senses. You have perfect vision, though. I do. My hearing's still good, and I was in the Air Force. I right. I might have... I have a little bit of hearing loss, maybe, from the C-130 engines, but I always wore my hearing protection, but I only right. I only wore earmuffs. I didn't wear double hearing protection, so that that's, probably wasn't good right. enough. That's one thing I did notice about you, though. My you're very in tune sounds, with your senses. A lot of sa- sounds. Uh, metal, metal clanging. In my, anything, almost anything I do in my apartment because of that low ceiling and it's concrete... And it's drywall, where it's it's really light wall. Everything sounds so annoying in there. Right. It drives me fucking insane. Like <clears> metal <throat> metal clanging in the sink. That's the worst. Things that other people can just kind of like hear and dismiss. It sticks with you, and you kind of get a little bit fucked up from it. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing the furnace right now? You a little bit bothered? I like, I like that. I like, like the furnace. A little bit that's of a, a blowing. That's a yep. That's a nice light. Letting um, letting you know fan. that the. The air is moving around in here kind of mm-hmm. good. How's the air in here compared to your apartment? We are in the basement of my house. Which is the worst, should be the worst air of the house. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think if it's visuals too. The air in the basement has always been good for this me. Is, this is notice, noticeably better. Yeah? Yeah. That That's taken years. That's taken days. Many days off my life living there psychologically and physically 
Yeah, mentally. And it's funny. Like it's funny that they're able to charge me six hundred forty-five dollars to live there, and it's literally a psychological nightmare. Nightmare, like we said earlier. Yep. It's psychological warfare. Every day. You want to get a degree and be an airline pilot, and you want to live. You only want to pay six hundred forty-five for your rent. Going to Kent. Well, here you go. Suffer a little bit. Here, but I, we already talked about Here, you were in the Air Force and yeah. you suffered. And you went to high school and you got hazed and bullied, but why don't you suffer even more? Why don't you? we give you a little bit of civilian suffering? Go live in a shit-ass apartment. All your neighbors are fucked. And you still have to try to learn to fly a plane. Yeah. While being I have to deal with hypoxia in my own apartment (laughs) and then go fly and actually deal with the real hypoxia because of altitude, because of the pressure. But in my room, it's just lack of oxygen because of the gases. People smoking, the the stoves. I'm on the sixth floor, so floor one, two, three, four, and five. All their convection from the stove is going to come into my room to some degree. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm getting, not getting oxygen. A lot of times I open my window. If the wind's not coming, my wind, my only window is facing east. I can't even fucking see the sky to the west. That's that's fucking... That's... Kind of miserable. Unmiserable. Yeah. Guess where the wind's normally coming from? The west. So if I open my window, I'm not really getting the breeze most of the time. These things, I couldn't think of them before I signed my lease and I moved in there. I'm like, wow. I'm going to pour a drink. You want one? This is the most shittiest place I think I'll ever live in my whole life. Besides Sanchez's with the fucking dog. Oh, <laughs> the pneumonia. Dude. The pee everywhere. <laughs> the pee the pee from him peeing in the kitchen, that smell radiated through the floor into the bedroom above where I was. Dude, that's And insane. I could smell it. You know, I was just talking about Sanchez recently. The one I was in the Air Force with? Yeah. He's in New York, I think. He moved to New York? Yeah. Why? He's fun to party with. <laughs> He's not fun to do business with. Right. He's not fun to, to be around very long. Yeah, I was just talking to someone else. He's, he's fun to, to be with for one night. I said, uh, I talked to Dalton a couple times and when he was in the Air Force staying with Sanchez and he would be bitching about the dog <laughs> or bitching about uh, the shit Sanchez does. They used me. Him and Kirkland right. used me. And it it wasn't it wasn't Kirkland's place, so I shouldn't say that. It was not it was Sanchez. Right. Sanchez used me. That's something I learned um probably after the Air Force is I am naive and gullible. And I wait I pick up on things a little too long, but I got better at that. Right. Like seeing things from both sides. Like what is he getting if he just helped me, which is constantly what you're doing when you're talking with someone, a lot of times, if unless you're bullshitting, you're getting helped or you're asking for a favor. Now, what is he? What is he getting in return? You know, seeing it from his perspective, you mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he left me with the dog a lot, and then he was making money off of me. I was giving him three hundred. It wasn't much. It was only three hundred. He's probably like he probably thought he's not paying me that much, and I'm letting him live here. I'm gonna make it shitty for him. But he, he made it. A, he made it shitty for himself too, and that's what I didn't get. He was right, and he didn't care about his dog, and he didn't care about cleaning up after him. And then he he didn't sleep there a lot. He wasn't there every night either. Really, it's interesting. Yeah. 
Didn't stay in his own apartment. No, he was going to his girlfriend's house. <clears throat> That's what it was. So he said that he doesn't care if he doesn't have to be there. Sanchez had to be a hell of a character. I would have loved to meet him. I would have loved to have been like, hey, what's going on, Sanchez? Heard a lot about you. A little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> Do you need another drink? Are you good? I could use another one. Uh, pour another one. I should have put the gin up here. Shout out Freedom uh, Freedom Whiskey Company. We're drinking their gin, and it's fucking good. You enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're drinking gin and tonics. Starting to kick in. Starting to hit a little bit. Yeah. I've been buzzed since we started this because mm-hmm. we started our first drink. We started taking sips out of it, what, 10 minutes before we started? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just ate the Reese's and that That helped you pasta. out a little bit? Yeah, but, I mean, it's... This is overtaking that now, and yeah, that's gone. The, threw me already. That food. The gin drunk is good. The gin buzz is good for me. It's it's, good. it's a lot better than vodka. It's a good switch from vodka. Oh yeah. Um, I actually bought tin cup too. I bought another bottle of tin cup because whiskey. We, we ran out of bourbon except for that. What is it? Maker's Mark, the forty-five. That's good stuff too. Before but, you get up, I also flew. I think Tuesday or Wednesday, and I flew through the most turbulence I ever had in my life so far. Really? That was a lot. It was, a it lot. was very windy. You um, remember? When the high pressure was coming through? Yep. It was starting to push in. It was very windy. It was windy here. Um, it was coming from the east, <laughs> north, southeast. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember from... I feel like it was coming up from the southwest. Up through. But either way, it was it was blowing. I mean, it was really blowing. Fuck, I'm trying to remember the crab angle I had to have to get to where I was going. Let me pour this drink and then we can get into I think how... you're right. You're right. Let me pour this drink we can get into how the wind affects the plane. I hit wind shear on takeoff. I lost like 60 feet. Because a gust pushed us down. That was the... uh, I think flying... Flying a couple weeks ago that happened... Or I should say a couple months ago when I was flying with my other instructor, Alex Bates. We had a little bit of wind shear, but this this one was... Lasted a while. We were high. We were already probably... 50. 1,500 feet up, which 1,500 feet up is actually, um, we were only about 500, 600 off the ground, and it probably kicked it, pushed us down 60 feet. Nice 12 drinks for you. Thank you, old sport. Little drink pouring break. I should have got... I should have put a bowl of ice here. And just put the gin and... That would have been classy. Gin and all the tonic up here. That way we can just keep going. You know, if we're pouring a drink. Maybe I'll do that next time. Little bit of a pause there. But we were talking about... uh, You flew Wednesday? Um, 
Wednesday or Tuesday? Thursday is when the weather broke. The weather broke and was kind of getting nicer. It was about high 30s on Thursday. Friday was a little bit nice. Actually, was it 50? Yeah. It got up to 50 on Thursday. High 50s. And then it kind of no. leveled out. Low 50. It was that day. It was the day that the temperature went up the highest. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Friday. I it was nice all week. I mean, it was sunny and clear for most of the week. Friday, we fl- I flew. Thursday, I was supposed to do a night flight, and the plane was broke for the dumbest fucking reason. Day before that, Wednesday. N- I don't think we flew Wednesday. Yeah, we did. It was Wednesday. Um, it was it moderate be turbulence because it the weather completely broke on Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday was nice. It was moderate turbulence the whole entire flight. Um, no, when we went up to three thousand feet, I think it calmed down. But but breaking through the wind from the surface, I should say probably five hundred surface to twenty five hundred feet. 2,700 feet was moderate turbulence. Surface winds, low-level wind shear, got pushing you up and down. It was it was a lot. Um, so what's it do to a plane when you're getting hit by wind? Yeah, it it was it was making us roll. It wasn't just it wasn't just like a little bit of chop. It was literally changing the attitude of the airplane. Really? Like the pitch. Yeah, it was changing the pitch. It would pitch us up and then down and then it would roll us like 20 degrees. And you got to be you have to be like uh when you're grabbing the what do you call it? The the yoke. When you're grabbing control the yoke column and you're Sitting there, you kind of got to be aware of what's happening so you can adjust. Yep. To kind of keep it level. It was, as level. It, as you I can. got a headache in the flight. I mean, it it didn't even wait. I didn't. It didn't even. Ta- mm-hmm. It didn't even take for me to get on the ground and get a headache. I got a headache when we turned around and we were go- in the entry corridor to back into the, to land. You were like white knuckled on it. Yeah, that it Ripping. was fucking kicking us around good. Right. It's got to suck. It's giving me a headache. That's one thing you told me before that you hate is when you're getting slapped around by fucking wind. Oh, it you just can't stand. If it, it was like this, he we he was even saying um I felt like a badass when I landed and I walked into the airport with all the around all the instructors and shit cuz they were probably thinking like I know he had a problem before turbulence and I guess he doesn't now. Because it did not... I don't know how it didn't bother me. I don't kind of felt a little bit of a... Like a... Turbulence isn't the... Like a tough guy walking through there. You were like... Yeah. I did, I a, li- I did, did a little bit. It yeah. felt good. Right. Not... Not... Not in a showing off way. Just to, for myself to, to realize that I um, overcame mm-hmm. moderate turbulence now. Right. And I really used to be scared of any any change in the aircraft's attitude from like any wind gust because it's unpredictable but it it didn't really bother me that much i'm glad it didn't it didn't scare me i didn't have a panic attack or anything which i thought it was really gonna bother me um before we took off i knew it was gonna be i knew it was windy but I didn't really look at the air mets or the significant meteorological reports. I didn't. I didn't. 
I forgot there's gonna. I I didn't think I thought there's gonna be light turbulence. I didn't think it was gonna be moderate turbulence. Mm-hmm. Moderate turbulence and a light Cessna 152 is is pretty much heavy turbulence in a big aircraft. It's throwing you around a little bit. And yep. It's like. Holy shit! Not it's just choppy. It'll right. it'll push us up and down and then up and down, and we'll we'll still keep flying the same heading and attitude. But it's it was it just dropped us and made us rise right. like twenty feet. It's kind of crazy. Twenty feet's a lot. It jerked us around. Probably there's probably a gust every fucking three seconds. It's interesting. The winds aloft were powerful too. They're like at sixty six knots. Being able to fly in a situation like that though is key. And he was he was testing me. He was good yeah. too. And it made me think, why the fuck did you let us go up in this? Because he knew. He knew you had to that was something that you had to overcome and get over. He knew it was just safe enough to to, right. to fly in. But it was it was pretty risky, but it was just safe enough. He had confidence in you. He knew you could handle it. And he was comfortable in it too. Mm-hmm. Obviously. That's good. <clears throat> Being able to fly around He when tested my knowledge to try and make me think, critically think a little bit in that, and it was really hard. To definitely to say things, like procedures. I can do them, but when he it's hard to say them out loud, especially flying when you're flying. Cause as an instructor I have to Unfortunately, I have to I have to communicate what I'm doing. I ha- I know how to I know how the aircraft works, but I have to say what how the aircraft works too. Right. I have to talk aerodynamics and physics. Mm-hmm. Like if your nose high, if you're pitched up high in an unusual attitude. Oh yeah, in this turbulence, he had me put on foggles too, to block my vision, peripheral vision, so I couldn't see outside or the ground. And I could only see the instruments. And uh, he had me. He had, he had me do unusual attitudes. So he had me put my head in my lap, and then he would he would like turn the airplane really quickly and like put it nose down into a dive, or pitch it up. And then he'd have me recover and like look up and while looking down or no. Th- then he'd say look up and recover. Okay. And it'd be like nose high. Nose high first thing you want to do is pitch down uh reduce fucking christ increase your power because you're losing it you're losing airspeed if you're pitched up too high increase your power level the wings what do you do if you're not it was so hard for me to remember that to say it out loud to actually do it when you when you like to physically do it it's easy you're pitched down reduce power Reduce power first, level the wings, pitch up. I did. You do it all at the same time, right. physically. But saying that, remembering it, and then say, and saying it would not click. Yeah. Flying in that turbulence. That was the only thing that fucked you up. Yeah. But you it's did. Like, it. That's not hard to remember. You were able Why can't I cover? Yeah. But you just didn't. I couldn't say that what to do in the right order. Right. I think I have it now. And he asked me this last night too. He's like, and I got it wrong. I. The nose high. No, the nose low. I remembered. If your nose low, <clears throat> first you, thing would be the power. Yeah, 
Because okay. you want you want to you don't want to overstress the plane. You want to decrease your airspeed, and, and it's critical to reduce your power. Because when you're pitched down, you're going to accelerate so fast. Anyways, you don't want your thrust up. You want to pull the power out. Don't pitch up first because you don't want to go into an uncoordinated stall. You want to level the wings, which it's so much more natural to just physically do. It's so hard to say. It was so hard to say it. But I know not to pitch up when I'm in a dive, not pitch up if I'm not fucking level. I'm not right. gonna I'm not gonna pitch up like this so I fucking go into a spin. Kind of roll over, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. But yeah, it's reduced power, level the wings, pitch up if you're in an if you're in a dive. Which he put us he put us in a fucking good dive. <laughs> was it decent? Yeah. Forty five degree? Yeah. 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 Not. Yeah, I was like forty-five Nothing degree crazy, dive. Really. That's that's pretty heavy. I was waiting for him to say recover because I felt I was looking down at my left. You kind of felt the G's. I felt the G's, <laughs> and I, it took. He waited three seconds, and I was like, "Hurry the fuck up! <laughs> We're in a fucking dive." <laughs> so still a little bit scary. Yeah. When you're looking down, but if you're looking up, you're like, "All right, we're in a dive. I know what I have to do." I might not be able to speak it out loud, but I'll fix it, you know? So you're, you're doing good. Yeah. A little bit of work and you'll be... He just show, it showed me that, and I even told him this last night after the flight, like you asking me the procedure for nose high or a nose low attitude. When we were in that turbulence, it was hard for me to say it. But I think I know why you wanted me to say it out loud because you want to know that you want to feel confident that I know it really well right and not just can not just physically do but I know it so well that I can um not orally say it out loud right not be panicking actually speak through the process and it's going to help me become an instructor right because I have to be able to talk to other people Mm -hmm. and tell them how to do it that makes sense it's like yeah you got it man and this was all in turbulence this dude's I had a class with my, is my instructor now? I had an academic class, engine propulsions. Um, he's he's a lot younger than me. I'm 26. He's like, I asked him. I actually asked him the other day how old he was. I wanted to ask him if he had a girlfriend, but I didn't. I think he does, but uh, he's 20. He's 21. He's 21. He's 21. My flight instructor's 21. I'm That's 26. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's that part kind of sucks to overcome because there's younger people there that are smarter than better than me but right, they but they weren't my situation it makes sense because my situation is i went in the air force mm-hmm. i'm going to college later the air force fucking broke me down and made me stupid um because i instead of going using your brain good at math right from high school go to college start doing math again don't let, let that shit get rusty arithmetic but it did, because I didn't have to do much in the Air Force. And then, uh, of course, I got out of the Air Force and smoked a shit ton of weed. And I don't think that helped with my confidence. or <laughs> Probably didn't. Memory. Memorization. Procedures. just. But you're doing the right thing. You're, you're learning the right way. And it sounds like that kid's teaching you the right way, too. He is. You need to be able to vocalize what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That way, you're completely confident in what you're doing is right. Because now someone else is listening to 
the procedure you're going through and they're going to be like, okay, he knows what he's doing, you know, and he's not panicking. He's not overthinking it. Nose high, pitch down first, reduce, increase the power, full power, level the wings. Nose low, pull the power out, level the wings, pitch up. So do you guys, uh, switching up the pace here, you guys go into the engines at all? It's a rotary engine. Do you, like, study the engines of the planes? The Not a rotary, or? it's a propeller engine. Magneto engine. Okay. Prop. Um, rotary is actually a different type of engine. Okay. This is a um, just a natural aspirated, naturally aspirated, single prop plane. Do you guys study the engines at all, or yeah. are you expected to know like uh, the engines? Like if someone pops pops open the hood or whatever on a plane, mm-hmm. you're we you're nice. able to tell them what what's what inside of an engine compartment. Yeah, we should know like where the magnetos are. Look, there's two magnetos. No, how many cylinders? You, I think, not everybody knows this, but you should. Know, I know which cylinders are which. One, two, three, and four. It's a four-cylinder plane as well. Um, it's a. Uh, it's nothing like a vehicle engine. Two hundred thirty-three cubic inches of displacement I think what are you saying? It's nothing like a like if I was to go over to Steve's and pop the hood on his truck I have a V8 in my truck so it's not but he has a Ford Ranger I'm sure he has a V4 in it it's nothing like a V4 engine four cylinders and the cylinder part yes but not not the uh Yeah, it's different because it's not. Um, it's not going into a transmission that powers a drive shaft, that powers a rear end, makes the wheels turn. All of it's kind of right there. Yeah, it just goes to the one crankshaft, to the, um, and then to the. I think it's called the. Uh, the prop, like the propeller shaft, and then it goes right to the propeller. I don't know if it's called the hub or the cap. Right there. Okay. Pretty, the crankshaft's directly connected to the propeller. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's a magneto engine instead of a. Like, Is there a like a car engine? I, it's I, like a lawnmower engine. Like I guess what you when you said rotary. Okay. That's what like a magneto cuz every time it hits every time it hits the one spot when the um engine revolves <laughs> it hits that um magnetic coil and it like that's what powers that keeps the engine going. Magneto But for a car, what keeps it running is 
the spark plugs, right? It's not a magneto. It's it's the alter alternator the, not the alternator that keeps your electrical systems right. working. Fuel going into a piston that gets a spark, the spark ignites the gas, pushes the piston up, and that's what keeps it going. So as soon as the spark plug stops sparking, the engine's done, shut off. I think I'm not a mechanic, so You're I right. don't know. It is, but I'm just guessing based off a. Of like common knowledge. So a magneto, you're saying whenever it hits a uh, a magnet, like a co- tap coil tap, it kind of throws it into another revolution. Yeah. Every time it spins. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know how a rotary engine works. I have no, I have no knowledge in rotary engines. A lawnmower, like weed whacker. Same thing. Yeah, they're pretty neat. High RPM. We're always uh, running at yeah. high RPMs. Mm-hmm. Planes are interesting, bro. Uh, pretty soon you'll be flying a passenger flight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> not no. s- not soon. Not soon. Not soon, but you're on your way. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do, right? Passenger planes, or you want to fly, uh, like cargo, like, or not planes? I guess it would be jets. But um, do you want to get into something that big? I think or? I'd like to. I don't know how long I'd like to do, but I'd like to experience flying turboprops. Probably first. Do you want to no. couch? No, I'm good. All right. So, so you were telling turbo me turboprops and then jets too. Yeah. Okay. So you're telling me earlier about uh, teleporting and shit. We should get into that. Tesla. Stuff. I just. I just want to know saw your, someone uh, snap your theory. I I don't have a theory. I just saw someone Snapchat. Um, <clears throat> Zach Carnahan's Snapchat. He was. He was saying how uh, he saw a video, which I don't even know the sources or credibility of it how um, Tesla helped or was the cause of uh, people getting to moon to the moon and Mars and there's people on the moon and Mars right now and they got there through teleportation because the dude's a genius and he's keeping a lot from the um media and most of everyone this is tesla like nikolai or what's his name did i say who's the tesla who made the car teslas and elon musk because elon musk Created the Tesla vehicles. Nick, that's Nick, the face. Nicholas or Nikolai of. Tesla. Right, that's actually someone who's not alive anymore. Right, dude. You're saying Elon Musk has uh, information on teleportation, and he's withholding it from the public. He's not showing us what he's capable, what he's truly capable of. Yeah. Even after all the uh, vehicles and 
stuff he's put out. Yeah. I mean, dude's just dumped. He, he dumped, uh, I think it was $1.5 billion in a Bitcoin. Bitcoin went up almost $20,000. I don't know what it's at right now. Let me let me actually check what he, it's at right now. Like, how is it? It's just weird how smart he is. That's uh, awesome. Well, um, what's what's fucked up about him is he goes on Joe Rogan and he he's like a clout chaser. You know what I mean? Like you know when he smoked weed on uh, Joe Joe Rogan, it's like a viral clip. He smoked weed or something. He hit a blunt on Joe Rogan and everyone was like, "Holy shit, you just hit a blunt!" And he has government contracts, which actually almost got him fucking buried because they're not going to because. Nobody else can do what he does. Exactly, because he's doing some fucked up shit, but he he's not he's not only human. He's definitely not only human. You think he's uh some kind of cross? Profit? Let's see what Bitcoin's at right now. Bitcoin is at forty four thousand dollars and it That's after let me see. It, it, it hit fifty eight thousand. On the 21st. One Bitcoin is worth that much? One Bitcoin is right now, like as of exactly right now, this second, $44,900. Should I probably invest? I think Can't it's, now. it might be a little bit too late to be getting into investing in it. But um, if I can buy, if I had money to buy one of them, then I can now, just buy one. If you would have got in, if you would have bought one Bitcoin... On January, all right, let's go February 1st. Yeah. You, you could have bought one Bitcoin for $35,000. Fast forward to February 20th, it peaked at 57000 So you would have made $24,000, Can I t- use that money to buy things with? If you were to Physical sell things? your Bitcoin... I guess I don't, I'm not sure how it works. If it's you buy stupid because there's already stocks, mm-hmm. and now you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to focus your energy and your brain power on other other online currencies too, besides ETFs and stocks and mutual funds. Right, like Ethereum. Like that's not enough. Um, Dogecoin was supposed to be big, but it's down to f- four cents, almost five cents right now. It dipped. It looks like. Yeah, it dipped. So it was one month ago. Dogecoin was at three cents, and then it peaked at like about eight cents a share, which is basically doubling your money, I guess. But now it's back down to four. I mean, it's been dancing around. If you would have got into this when it was less than a fraction of a penny, you would have made some major. Major money. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Stock market's jacked up. Right now I'm in... Uh, I've been in Norwegian Cruise Line, and I'm up right now. I have an undisclosed amount of money into the stock, but I'm definitely up right now. and I see that stock going to probably about 50 bucks at its peak. So... It dipped whenever they stopped letting cruise lines go out and stuff. It, everyone kind of got rid of their stock, I guess. But that's the only stock I really have 
big money into. Stocks are interesting. You still in? I know you were into uh, GoPro. Yeah, you're in the GoPro. I just sold that at the beginning of this month, February. Yeah, I just made, um, what was it? Like $4,062. I don't think it was that much. Four grand? No. Wait, I had put like almost four grand into it. I think I had 800. 862. I just made. You staked four grand? Like, that had to be years ago. That, yeah, I it was like three years ago. Yeah, I remember talking to Ryan you about Jones that. told me to, and I waited a day, a whole day later, and I was supposed to, I was supposed to do it the next day, and I, I did two days later. And I bought it when it had uh, went up. I was supposed to buy it the day before that when it was low and then sell it literally like within a day or two. You held it. I accidentally bought it too late, so then I had to hold it for four years. <laughs> to make 800 bucks. Yep. Jeez. Got my money back and made some money. Jones was big on investing. Talked to Brandon about this too. Jones offered Brandon, he was like, hey, I'll give you some money if you want to play around with it in the stocks. See what you can do. I have um, B- BMY, <clears throat> Bristol Myers Squibb, uh, drug company right now. And that's should be, I'm probably going to, that's long term. I just put um, 5000 in there. I, I don't expect to touch that for like five years. Yeah, but that's, let it go up. that's low risk. That's goes up over time. I can see probably sell the stock in the summer at some point. Make some money off of it. Find the next one. Just a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Because you and me both have careers, or I have a career I'm focusing on. You have an occupation, contracting, so you can't really be trading 10-plus stocks day by day. No, but people can make a good living off of day trading. They can, if, if you're into it that hard. But usually... If you have some kind of nine to five job, you can you can usually get into stocks pretty heavy and make some good money, like a little bit of little bit of extra cash every week. You know, yeah. I'd like to do that, but I just don't have the time to invest or I don't have the time to sit there and stare at the stocks all fucking day. Cause I mean, the shit I do, I my phone sits around all day. You know what I mean? Playing tunes, put the fucking phone down, get to work. Looking forward, though. Hopefully this year I can get into the uh, pressure washing business. Your parents need their house washed? I don't know. Maybe. 
I'll give them some kind of discount. Wash their house. You better. I'll do it for free. Fuck. If they just let me take some pictures of before and after. The first, the first one, to show your new custom, your other clients. Probably, my house needs washed. Probably wash my dad's, my mom's, and take some pictures. I, th- I'm sure part of part of it, yeah. I think he just, I think he did power wash it. Thought he just power washed it before um, winter. I don't know. So school's going good for you. You're moving forward in your uh, career. You're liking it. Uh, I don't. I, I wouldn't say I'm liking it too much, but it's. I'm. I'm moving along steadily now. Getting through the hard part. Yeah. What matters. Yep. Everyone is, dude. Yeah. It just sucks doing it at twenty. Twenty six. Not like a normal, typical, privileged kid going through college with his parents money at to be a pilot at 19 or 20 years old I'm 26 because I'm a veteran to get money to pay for college and through a pandemic too oh and yeah flying flying with the mask on is pretty gay you have to fly with a mask mm-hmm. you really do um my flight instructor I just I've been flying with said I can take it off um but before when I was flying with another instructor, we both kept our masks on. It made it pretty hard to. I mean, well, how the fuck do you focus. talk? Yeah, how do you talk? Focus. You know, you can't always like understand what someone's saying. If they have their fucking mask on, and they're lipping something to you. Sometimes you can read their lips and say, "Okay, that's that's what you mean." You know, it's loud up there. Yeah, I've been up in a plane with you. It's loud. We have headsets on though with microphones. Still. Even with the microphone, it stuff. sounds muffled with the right with the mask. Still have a little bit of background noise when you're, mm-hmm. especially if you have a mask on. So before we teleport to the moon, Dalton, is there anything you want to put out there? Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is teleporting people to hell. But we're going to cut this off. I think we had a pretty decent... We had a good talk. You know? Put a lot of info out there. I wish I could fall fall in love with a beautiful woman before I get teleported to the moon. We're all going to get sent to the moon. That'll be the demise of the U.S. Everyone gets teleported to space and just dies. Space is a new frontier. Space has always been the frontier. It's always been the frontier. Always has been. The U.S. U.S. is a long lost cause now. It'll soon be communism. Makes you wonder. Is the U.S. the last frontier for fair capitalism? On Earth. I think so. Canada. We're struggling here too. Canada. Falling apart. Netherlands. Mm hmm. Pretty soon we won't even be able to put this fucking content out there because we'll get arrested for it. Arrested for talking. Thought crimes. 1984, baby. All over again.
All right, we'll we'll sign off here. I just want to thank Dalton Taylor for sitting down and giving us some information out of his own mind. He's a good dude. Thanks for having me. It's no problem, Stephen. dude. I love talking to you, Dalton. You always open up my mind to something. Uh, you open up my mind to some interesting ideas. You know? Every time I talk to you. Yeah. You just make me think. I can't ever go. I can't ever get to the end with them, but it, it's just theories and things that I wonder about. I like them, though. It's, it's uh, good stuff to think about. Midnight. But uh, we'll sign off here. Thanks for listening to the Boys Podcast. I forget what episode this is. It might be six. I think it's six. I don't know. But we'll sign off here. Thank you, Dalton, again. And uh, Before you, we sign off, I want to say one last thing. Go ahead. Put, put one more thing out there. You know, I wanted to become a pilot and get my career on the road and start making money first. But uh, deep down, I always wanted to be in a relationship and settle down with a really beautiful woman. But that's looking grim, trying to be a pilot. Um, And uh, for anyone out there, just know if you're going to be a pilot and you're not the brightest, it's going to be a really bumpy road, at least at first for me. And they do say marriage rates are very low. Divorce rates are very high for pilots um, because you're not there and you can't trust. It's hard to trust each other. But um, hopefully it works out for me because I feel like the one that I would be with is already, I've already met her and she's in college with me and I don't want to miss that opportunity. Is that all you had? That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks.